I'm joined here by Mark Henry, uh, All Elite Wrestling on-air personality, uh, talent scout. Uh, you do a little bit of everything in your career. Um, but the reason that we're here talking is uh, we've been doing, this is the third year, it's our best for the business. Uh, instead of like a traditional year-end award, it's more you know, a, a celebration of some of the positives that uh, are going on overall in professional wrestling. And I really thought uh, AEW demonstrated that in many ways uh throughout the year um and number one uh i'll mention just establishing the company establishing itself as being a free agent destination uh i think no bigger uh example than cm punk coming back to wrestling nobody saw that coming i think once you found out where his head was at and how it happened it makes a lot more sense but can you just talk as far as being somebody yourself who came over as a free agent and, you know, many people considered you a, a lifer in WWE, like never thought you would ever leave, but just how your perception of AEWs changed in the past year and what you think other talent are, you know, what they're seeing in the company that maybe you see yourself? Well, I think the number one thing that they're seeing is growth. They're seeing that there is another place that you can go and practice your craft and prove your worthiness. Because, you know, like there's a lot of guys that have had very minimal success with WWE based on uh, size, based on look, based on uh, preferences. there's there's a lot of factors that you know make you desirable or undesirable to someone um in any case but nonetheless AEW has produced another place where you can come and prove your worthiness and i think a lot of people want that opportunity to come and prove themselves that just because the WWE didn't find me attractive that I'm not a beautiful talent. Um, The other, the next thing is uh, AEW is a, has a different style, Uh, not just in the ring wrestling, but entertainment wise, you know, there's more of a focus on the individual getting themselves over and being able to go out and do what they feel like is their best qualities and best attributes where you're steered uh, in other places to do what um, they would have you do, or you would uh, represent the companies the way that they would have you do it rather than have a a say-so and ownership and partnership, true partnership in in the development. Um, Also, the people are hungry and they have a thirst for knowledge. Um, There are some people that rise to the top and you can't tell them nothing. That's not allowed at AEW, everybody, us old folks included. Um, I learn something new every day from these young guys and girls. And they get to learn from me. So 
uh, it's an equal trade-off. And I think that's just a beautiful thing. And once you come in, you feel that, um, that openness to ideas and the openness to uh, a different way, uh, it's hard to leave. Now, one thing that I did want to ask you about, I have talked to Paul White about uh, a similar thing was the transition to broadcasting. He had to learn to tell a story as a broadcaster, not to tell it as a wrestler. Is that something that you've had to adjust to? Like, have you noticed yourself having an easy transition? Like, what's that been like just working? Oh, on it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy at all because uh, what you see Tony Schiavone and, and Jim Ross and Excalibur and Taz do on a day-to-day basis is very difficult because in your mind, you see something, you go, wow, that was an amazing uh, top wrist lock transition into a reversal, into a headlock. Like we've done it so many times as talents, but you never had to say it. Mm-hmm. And once you get used to saying it, it becomes easier. But it's very difficult to stand there and call a match and try to be entertaining and say something glib and colorful at the same time. One area you were brought in for, uh, it was touted when you you signed earlier this year, uh, you were going to serve as a scout for AEW. And it really feels like one of the company's strengths is having a dead, almost like a dedicated developmental system where it's not in the traditional sense, but having dark, having elevation, and then you have rampage and dynamite. It feels like you can work your way up, still get some television experience, but people are seeing it in a huge, you know, a a much larger audience has access to see it through YouTube and TNT. How has that benefited the company instead of trying to establish a training school and, you know, get just throwing them to into the deep end, so to speak, with just putting them on TV, putting them on the internet right away? Well, there, there's some people that, that still are in training programs and training schools. And Sean Dean um, does a really, I, I, really good job. I, I'm sorry. I didn't, um, I didn't mean to say that there wasn't like, I know there's the factory and there's still schools, but I just meant as far as like having like AEW is a new program, uh, a new brand. And there's four established shows that people can watch and sort of see the growth of all of these performers. It's really a unique. Yeah, I knew what you meant. In. Okay. I was just, I was just educating you. Okay. That there are people that are still, training and developing and learning the basics, not just um, the the finer nuances of, of pro wrestling uh, complexity that it takes to be a CM Punk, a uh, uh, MJF, a uh, Brian Danielson, you know, like there's, there's a, uh, to be an Adam Page is, is, <laughs> is very difficult and it takes time to do that. Dark and elevation gives people a chance to put into action what they're learning at the schools, what they're learning in doing the indie shows, which they're allowed to do. And like I was saying, Captain Sean Dean uh, does a good job because he is the 
boots on the ground uh, booker of in the indie talent and the, and the people that are in the schools. And just because you look like you're ready does not mean you're ready. I'm the sounding board for him. Um, I could suggest, hey, I looked at these this film. This person needs this fixed and that fixed, and then they'll they'll be fine. Like that's that's my role is to assist in anything that needs help with the company. Anything. I'll pick up trash. <laughs> uh, you you certainly. Uh had your uh your your fingerprints on a lot of stuff this year i already mentioned you know we could see you on rampage every week uh with the training program but also the community outreach program uh how do you feel like having that established very early on has helped aew not only establish you know its place in the wrestling world but you know just doing some good in a in a variety of ways, there's, it's not always just one, uh, it's not always just one area they're helping. It's always like a different charity every time. I, I know the, I'll say from personal experience, I saw, uh, Cody did a book drive in Philadelphia and the line was like, I, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to bring a book. Like I put my book down and then I couldn't even get to the table to put the book down because the line wrapped around the building. That, that's it's a beautiful thing. We don't we would like life. Uh, if you if you just pick the people in the organizations that already have a great following, then you're you're I call that front running. That's that's where you go in and the Susan B. Coleman's and the um, the bigger organizations make a wish and. They're, they're a functioning, well-oiled machine. But what about the little guy? What about the organizations that are geared towards um, equal rights? What about the reading uh, and educational programs? What about the kids that go to after-school programs and they don't have food? Like, we reach out to everyone and we allow everyone uh, in our company, not just the talent, but everyone is can be a part of AEW community. It's a concept that I, I thought would would work. I, I've suggested it many times other places, and uh, you know, like uh, I guess if you if, if there's other people that are not going to want you to come and and uh, uh, stand above the work that they do. But I'm fine with that. I'm getting my opportunity to do what I feel like is a wonderful thing. And Thunder Rosa, um, you know, there's been a few charities that are personal charities that she worked with um, coming up from high school to now. Hey, let's do it. Nobody gets turned away. And, you know, like we, we wounded warriors, like, I've always loved anything dealing with our military. Um, the Special Olympics and other organizations that highlight people with autism. Um, we, we've, uh, the Starlight Starbrights, the um, Culture City, the world of uh, 
acclimating people to be able to come to a, a AEW show and they have sensory issues. Uh, so like there anything and everything we've done, man, we, we've gone, we've gone and, and spoke to after school programs where it was just one guy that called and said, Hey man, I, I have these 20 kids I work with. Uh, we were in Indy recently. We got this girls group where we teach these young women how to be women. Some of them never bounced a checkbook before. Mm-hmm. They've never uh, applied for anything outside of what they did with their parents. Now they get to learn how to do stuff as individuals. Like we, we will allow everything. And, and I, I feel like that's, that's the biggest plus that we could do to a community because we don't just go in and take money from tickets and concessions and parking. Like we don't just go in and take, we give on our way out. So when we come back, <laughs> The people that come to our shows is they they like, man, last time we were here, these people did this and, and more people come. And we want you, we want our people that come to our shows to have a good time. So we we're, we're able to pull people out of the crowd into the breezeways and hallways and catacombs in the underbelly of the arena and say hi and thank you mm-hmm. for coming. It, it's a novel concept, but it works. It, I, I mentioned the, the book drive that was in Philly, but there was a, um, a, a school supply uh, drive not too long ago. Uh, I know you mentioned Thunder Rosa. She just did uh, one for an abused women's shelter. And then yep. uh, her Mission Pro did uh, one for Salvation Army. But there, there's all of these different uh, charitable efforts where, you know, like you said, it's not just going to one group or not going to an established group. It's going to people that need some help and can benefit. People need help. Yeah. Benefit from the spotlight of, you know, the company coming in and it's really done some wonders. Um, anybody... all the stuff is not publicized. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it because we want a pat on the back. We're doing it because it needs to be done. Somebody needs to do it. And we're in a lot of places enough that we can actually get stuff done without people having to go through red tape. And I've heard it at least 10 times. Like, why are y'all doing this? Be <laughs> like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, you needed the help, right? You, you posted this on the page. We saw this on social media. We read. We're interested in stuff, and, and we try to help out. It's just that easy. Yeah, I couldn't put it any better. Why not? Like, somebody needs help. Why not? <laughs> uh, that that that's really good to hear. I, that you mentioned that not all of it's publicized, but if anybody watching or reading this wants more information, it's alleliteWrestling.com has a. Uh, AEW community subsection. Um, so you can get that at allelitewrestling.com slash AEW dash community and check out what's going on. If uh, they have anything going on at a live event that is in your area, or you just want to know what they're up to. Uh, it's a really good way to catch up on that. Uh, one thing I, I did want to talk about is, maintaining consistency uh you found a home on tnt now we're moving towards talking about moving towards tbs how important has that 
relationship been as far as not only I, I know fans want to be like, oh, yeah, wrestling's back on Turner and that's great. It's familiar. It's, you know, the, the nostalgic element. But how how much has that helped AEW establish themselves as a television wrestling brand and just, you know, showing people that it, it's a really quality product and not only I, I won't get into like ratings and demos and none of that but you know just having a home on tnt and now moving to tbs you know how has that helped aew grow each year it's good having a home and having a home field and um being on uh tnt and now uh being on tbs is a big plus because it's major cable network program um but it's not just where you perform. It is the fact that the level that you perform and the energy and the excitement which is, is brought to the network. AEW ha- is bringing the best brand of pro wrestling to cable television. And you don't want to talk about the ratings and the demos and all of that, but we're up there. We've been number one, you know, man, I'm losing count now. How many weeks? At one point, it was seven or eight in a row. Mm-hmm. So we're doing really, really well. And having a having a, a, a big-time cable home is valuable in the sense that you see how hard it is for other companies to, buy, to survive when they don't have a cable home where you have accessible uh, programming like Dynamite and Rampage. And we advertise on Dynamite and Rampage that you can go to YouTube and see Elevation and Dark and see the future of what AEW is going to be. And so it's really AEW that's getting the job done. Um, you know, we, we love the support of Time Warner Media and the network, like that is so special and it's so good, but the lifeblood is the talent and the performances that our talent are putting on. They're competitive. They wanna be the main event. They wanna be the best wrestler in the company. They want to they be listed as a Hall of Fame caliber wrestler, and they want to make money, and they want to be stars. When you're passionate and hungry, you can't lose. And, and, and Time Warner and uh, TNT and uh, TBS, they, 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 they would say the same thing about us. They love having us as much as we love having them. Yeah, it's certainly uh... – a lot to look forward to. January 5th is the big move. I normally ask you, you know, what you're looking forward to most in 2022, but based on Friday's news, I, I would say it's the Owen Hart Cup, if I'm being yes, fair. So uh, you, you had the announcement on Busted Open Radio, and then we found out a little bit more later that night. But now that that's sort of out there, you know, can you just talk a little bit more about how special it is that 
you know, Owen's legacy is finally being recognized in that way. And just being able to have not just one tournament, but two tournaments to celebrate what he, you know, what he means to the wrestling business and what he means to all of the talent that are going to, you know, hopefully be in, announced soon in the tournament. One, one tournament wouldn't have, wouldn't have been enough. Um, Owen, special guy. Um, he added a, a levity and education to pro wrestling and was a really good wrestler. I've never had anybody say, heard anybody say anything bad about Owen. Never. And he said, Mark, that's who you want to be. He mentored me. He rode with me. And he, he taught me because he saw potential in me. That's why I do what I do. I see potential in people, and I try to bring it out because that's the way I was taught. And Owen is very responsible for that. And he, I mean, if it wouldn't have been for him, I probably would have got kicked out of the business because I was not having a good go before Owen. And this tournament is blessed by his wife, Martha, and his family. And she did not want the Owen's name to be marred or to be minimalized just to make money. If, if there's money that's going to be, be raised for charitable things, it should go to where the family deems it go. And I'm very happy that uh, the family found Tony Khan and that Tony Khan found the Hart family because uh, it was near and dear to my heart. And it, 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 was, it was even a bigger plus for me joining the company and knowing that that was gonna be, that was a possibility. It, 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 it was really great to see. I know over the years you've shared what he meant to you and then not only finding out that there was the relationship, there's gonna, there's merchandise, there's I talk about being in the video games and action figures, but now having a tournament and having that be uh, an annual thing, just, you know, it feels good for my generation of fans because we know what he was to us you shared what he is to you. And then now there's this whole other generation that's going to be able to find out what he, you know, like it's a generational thing. It's really, that, I think that's the really cool takeaway that everybody has their own memory of him or they can find new ones and discover this whole other part of wrestling. They didn't really know about before. So you, you ever play a joke or one of your friends. Mm -hmm. Like that was the everyday thing for Owen. And every time that I hear somebody get a joke played on them, I get to think about Owen. It, it's, it's, it's an Owen to me mm -hmm. to, to see somebody get ribbed, joke with. As long as it's, it's, Owen never was, was, was painful and hurtful. Like he just wanted everybody to get a good laugh mm -hmm. and realize that, you know, you got to enjoy this. Like it's so much time in between. You need to enjoy it. And um, true wrestling fans love Owen because they, they smiled and laughed when they hear his name. And it wasn't laughing at 
you. It was laughing with. And, um, you know, that's that's the important thing in our business is to latch on to people that care and have the same uh, views as you. And I think that's why the pro wrestling uh, world is so connected together is because we all know that we're all fans at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say thank you for uh, taking the time to do this with me. I kind of mentioned. Oh, you're welcome. I kind of mentioned this to John when I asked about it, but uh, I'll I'll share it with you. you. You have a unique perspective in that you're a wrestler, a broadcaster, you know, I, I talked about your behind the scenes work, but you, you've kind of in a way also been there day one with AEW because I remember this is one of my favorite memories about the company. It was when we were all doing media at double or nothing in Las Vegas and you were working at the time with busted open radio. But I remember, uh, you know, you were like, Oh, let me get through there. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I look and I'm like, I look up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you can go through. <laughs> and it, you know, and I, I remember that. And and I, I wanted to ask about diversity because that's a, that's an important thing in, in our world today. You know, it's, it's not important to someone that has always been in power or been at the forefront, but just the, the, the relationship of branded, a chief branding officer and one of the greatest talents in a VP, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, them being married and now having a child together uh, preaches diversity. And being able to get along and see stuff from different perspectives, but still realize that the whole focus is for us all to work together. And that's something that I find the most at AEW is, you know, how the people in the office and the people in merchandising and the security and the the grips and the, the crew and how everybody knows each other one. Like I know the cameramen's names and I tell the young people, Hey, go introduce yourself to the camera guy. Go introduce yourself to the guys that's doing the lighting and the rigging. Go introduce yourself to the people that are doing the sound. Like we're family. Like that's something that I feel like is, is, uh, is a taught thing. And if I don't, do that, then I'm doing the business a disservice. And uh, we, we we moving right along, man. We're doing good. Absolutely. Moving on towards 2022. I January Can't 5th wait. is January 5th is coming up. But you know, once again, I want to just say uh not only thank you for your time, but just AEW is doing a lot of things right. I mentioned from being a free agent destination to building talent the right way people get to see it along the way uh and you know i I appreciate you know sharing your your personal memories of owen and looking forward to uh seeing that video that uh tony mentioned the other day that you know fans are going to get to see i know there's some footage that rocky romero helped out with but a lot to look forward to this year yeah it's gonna be a big year 
big, big year. As big as the things have been already this year, with Punk and Danielson and Cole, people coming to AEW and the emergence of all of the homegrown talent, 22 is going to be even more spectacular. 